listen up. Three, two, one. Welcome to the Chronicles of Doing Too Much. Go on and put on them shades because we about to shine, baby. Success ain't easy and you surely don't have all the answers. So we're going to help you stretch past your limits. You know how powerful you are. Build a strong network. You are a part of a community. Dominate your genius. Today is your day. And knock your goals out of the park. You are the heartbeat of your destiny. Let's work together versus you doing too much by yourself. You define your own success. You're a boss. And this is the Chronicles of Doing Too Much. Welcome to the Chronicles of Doing Too Much. I'm your host, Mindset and Success Coach, Angel Rally and Destiny Seekers. You guys know that we are continuing our series of the co-authors of the Success Chronicles Volume 1, You Define Your Own Success. And while we didn't have the opportunity to interview all of the co-authors, you know, I'm super excited about everyone that you guys have heard from these past couple of weeks. This is actually our last co-author interview. Um, So I'm sad but excited at the same time because this sister here, y'all, is the truth. And let me tell you, I know you hear it time and time again. I know you've heard it every week over the past several weeks as I introduce the co-authors of the Success Chronicles. But this is why we are, you know, Amazon bestsellers in 16 different categories, including Amazon International Bestseller. This is why we came out as the number one new release in Christian professional growth, because these women in this book are the truth. So, Enough of wrapping up the accolades that you guys have heard for this amazing project over the past few weeks, and let's get into introducing today's guest. So, innovative thought leaders facilitate a unique analeptic to some of society's most detrimental circumstances. Trailblazing a path with that exact intent is the we're going to go ahead and skip that word, professional Dr. Lagana Lawrence. Dr. Lagana Lawrence is an author, co-author, scholar, I'm going to skip those, and CEO and founder of Academic Essentials LLC, a multifaceted consulting program providing expert mentorship, advocacy, and facilitation to those looking to advance their lives through the power of education. Having already established an excellence in educational atmosphere as a professional school counselor, Dr. Lawrence brings an influential grace to her clientele and thoroughly enjoys helping first-generation college students develop both a natural procurement and unique sensory for achievement. Her mantra is simple. Being a first-generation college graduate has given her an intrinsic ability in relating to those on a similar path. It is in that spirit she remains an incredible voice for current culture. So, Dr. Lagana, welcome to the Chronicles of Doing Too Much. How are you? I am great and still doing too much. (laughs) You still doing too much? (laughs) Yes. 
I love it. I love it. Well, you and I have a couple of things in common. We are sisters because we both belong to the same sorority, which we'll leave unnamed here. But people look us up. They'll know exactly what it is. You know, we empower scholarship, sisterhood, and service. Um, But also... We both are first-generation college students. So, uh, well, college graduates, I should say, because I wish I was a student. I think I am, but I, I actually graduated, you know, I'm in the double-digit graduation years now. So, <laughs> you know, almost approaching. Did I already pass the, oh, yeah, I might have already passed the, um, yeah, the double decades. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. So the Destiny Seekers know I'm 25 plus. So anybody that have anything um, to say about that, I'm going to see them outside at 3 o'clock. And so anyway. <laughs> okay, my dear. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a little bit about Academic Essentials LLC and this very um, smart um, biography here with these words that I was not able to pronounce, um, you know, which is great. You know, my degree is in international studies. So maybe if they had more of a foreign language base, I would have been able to pronounce. I'm so lying. But anyway, tell us a little bit about Academic Essentials LLC. All right. So Academic Essentials LLC was derived from COVID-19. So during COVID-19 and being virtual, having to convert to a virtual work environment, I, every time I turned around, I kept hearing essential, essential workers, essential. Everything was so essential. That's all that matters. And so I had, I had already been contemplating on starting a business. That is what gave me um, the motivation to start pursuing academic essentials, which um, a lot of things fall up under that. That is mentorship. There is advisement. There is actually editing. Um, I'm even taking it to some additional levels as far as developing a playbook for first generation students who are taking online courses because basically they were being forced into a virtual environment when COVID happened. Even if they were in traditional brick and mortar schools, they ended up going home with no help and no one with any experience to assist them because they were first generation. So that's where um, academic essentials, um, the idea began. So that was amazing. And I, you know, had a little bit of technical difficulties, but we went ahead and we pushed through there. So are you able to hear me, Dr. Legata? I can. I thought you got scared for how my business started. So you just hung up or put me on hold or something. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, I did get scared a little bit. You mean we already started out with all these big words and then you sitting here talking about taking online courses and how, you know, we were at a loss when we left the brick and mortars. And, you know, I just had a flashback to the 90s when I was in college and, you know, the computers were still fairly new. I remember we used to, uh, we started out on the VAX operating system. So, you know, I'm dating myself, but you know, it is what it is. So I was just thinking if we had the <laughs> pandemic back then, I would have had nothing. I would have not known what to do. And for the simple fact that I had a word processor and not a computer, that said a lot right there. Um, and so the type of situation that we would have had back in the 90s. But um, 
What I love about all that you're doing is that you saw a need in the community and just, you know, where you are professionally, you were able to address that need quickly, efficiently, and I know that it's been life-changing for so many people. But I also love the fact that, you know, you are Dr. Lagana um, Lawrence. Huh? Girl, I'm giving you a whole new last name. Look at me. Um, <laughs> Listen, don't make my husband mad now. Look, look, I, I'm, look, I do not mess up marriages and, you know, I, one thing that husbands never have to worry about with me is getting those names wrong, alright? So. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna blame it on the alcohol, alright? But anyway. Okay, let's do that. Alright, we blaming it on the alcohol. <laughs> but, Looking at all of that, and, you know, I, I have a, an assumption already because, one, I know you you the bomb.com just because, you know, we, we're sorors, um, and it's only a certain type of woman that get into our organization. And, two, you know, just listening at how you move so quickly uh, to just service the community, is that truly why you decided to pursue your doctorate degree? Well, I decided to pursue my uh, doctorate degree because, honestly, I felt I was scared to stop going to school, just basically just putting it out there. Um, Being that I was a first-generation college student, I had a lot of support from family members. I set the... uh, the pace for my cousins and other relatives that came after me as far as motivating them to pursue higher education. And I felt like, why stop? I felt like if I stopped, I would never um, continue. And so it, it became a time where I started a doctorate degree and I stopped because of life circumstances. But it is in my DNA that I will not stop what I finish, especially in terms of ec- education, because if I'm going to pay you back, I got to have something to show for it. And so that was one of the other reasons why, but I felt like I wanted to reach the highest level of educational academia, and that was all of my motivation. That makes a lot of sense. And, you know, this is an education doctorate. It's not an honorary doctorate that, you know, several of us have now, which is not nothing wrong with that. You know, I'm not throwing no shade. Let someone offer me the opportunity to have an honorary doctorate and I'm all on it. But going through the process and writing that thesis and being that expert, um, that subject matter expert in your area of study makes so much sense. And it appears that you know, it connects with your business. So is your doctorate in education? No, my doctorate, I actually have a doctorate of philosophy in human services, and that encompasses um, community and social services. So everything I do is surrounded about benefiting my community and uh, social services because it all relates to my struggle, my background, and knowing where I was and where I'm at now. So that's my motivation to help those that were in my um, shoes at that time and how they can transition and, you know, see that I stand as a testimony to how you can overcome. Right. Do you want to share a little bit of your background um, to how you got to become Dr. Lagana Lawrence um, with the Destiny Seekers? Well, sure. I mean, I'm just saying I'm not trying to have a week long um, session with the Destiny Seekers because that's probably how long it would take if it, if not a month. But I will try my best to uh, break it down in simpler terms. Um, you know, my mom was a single parent. 
Um, my dad was distant, absence in a different state. He had other kids. He was kind of just like doing his own thing. So she struggled a lot with trying to take care of my sister and I, and uh, education was at the forefront. That was always her thing, education, education, education. So we knew that was important. I was I always excelled academically um, to the point to it got so where nobody even said they were proud of me anymore because they always saw my name in the paper for the honor rolls. Like, oh, there's her, there's her name again. I even had family members go ask teachers, how did she make the honor roll and my child didn't? And it would get back to my mom because of the relationships that she had with, with some of the people in the schools. Um, so with all of that being said, you know, there were times where we didn't have water. We didn't have lights. We had to walk down the street 530 in the morning to take a bath at somebody else's house just so our bodies could be clean. And I remember, you know, just having a pot on the kerosene heater to warm up water to pour in the cold water in the tub where my sister and I both had to share um, to take, you know, to take baths. And without a washer and dryer, you all know, and especially in adulthood now, knowing that, yeah, our bodies might have been clean, but if you weren't washing clothes, then it's kind of like you really still not clean because you're recycling clothes. So, I, you know, I went through the bullying. I went through not even wanting to go to school. Uh, so when I was given the opportunity to skip the 11th grade, it wasn't even about the academic piece and having that um, option. It was about I wanted to get I just wanted to get out of there um, so I wouldn't have to succumb the bullying on the bus and people talking about how things were on the side of the road and, you know, all of that. But um, I could tell how happy my family was when I did go to college. You know, they brought vans down for my graduation. Uh, I had no idea I would be going to grad school right after undergrad until we had some representatives come from the graduate school to our school talking about the program. I was just like, why not? I'm going to be here. I'm going to be working. I might as well just go ahead and go to this grad program. And that's really where it was. I wasn't motivated. I finished. My mom passed away um, a few months before I actually graduated. And the doctor at the hospice told me, he said, if you stop going to school right now, your mom is going to deteriorate faster and she's going to pass away. All she talks about is you being in school. So please, whatever you do, don't stop going to school. And so that was another big factor. And I have family members that said, you know, she should be here with her mom. She shouldn't just be coming to visit on weekends. But they didn't know the conversation I had with the doctor either. So that's just a brief kind of synopsis of, you know, some of the struggles that I went through and how I um, made a commitment to my mom and myself that I was going to be a game changer. And so that's what I'm still uh, pursuing right now. Child, and a game changer you are. And I just absolutely love how you summed up your story. And like you said, you know, hey, do we have a month? Because I can really lay out so really? much. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So much. But just hearing that just talks a lot about, you know, I got to know you very, very well, in my opinion, you know, as a co-author of this book, you know, I definitely love and adore you, love your personality and everything. But what I love the most and like the most is that you're such a powerful woman, but you're humble. You're humble and you just, you're relatable. And I just, I absolutely Love it. So 
Wow, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk more about your book. And I promised the Destiny Secrets I was going to stop having love fest with everybody on the show. Uh, But I don't know. You know, we're going to see. But I absolutely love all of that. And, you know, once we summarize what your chapter is about, I would like to kind of talk a little bit more, if we have the time, about the bullying and just the impact that that may have had on your life. And it sounds like from that story, it was a positive impact. You're like, I skipped the 11th grade because I was tired of being bullied. Like, powerful powerful and Mm -hmm. such something that so many i think um go through so we're going to take a quick break we'll be right back you're listening to the chronicles of doing too much congratulations coach angel riley host of the chronicles of doing too much on the successful release of the collaborative book the success chronicles volume one you define your own success More than 230 books sold in less than 12 hours. Also achieving Amazon bestseller and hot new release titles in a total of 16 categories, including Amazon international bestseller. Blowing up the spot, dropping a billboard in Atlanta, and so much more to come. You're a boss. The Total Entertainment Radio family and Destiny Secret community commend you and your co-authors for a job well done. To secure your chapter in the Success Chronicles Volume 2, email success to angel at coachangelriley.com. You know what you're listening to, right? You're listening to the Chronicles of Doing Too Much with Coach Angel Riley. Welcome back to the Chronicles of Doing Too Much. We are wrapping up our series of interviews with several of the co-authors of the Amazon International Bestseller, um, Success Chronicles, Volume 1, You Define Your Own Success. And today, you know, we're talking to Dr. Lagana Nor. Um, why do I want to keep calling you Norris? Your husband really Girl, you are really trying to get me in trouble. Yeah, for real. Mm-hmm. Girl, he needs to come and knock some sense up in my head. Like, I'm, I'm blaming it on the alcohol, but I think I need to blame it on my head because I know your name. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Man, I'm just going to call you LL, okay? We're going to be LL today, all right? Well, actually, I go by LG, you know, all jokes aside. So, LG is good if you want to do that. But I love LG because the electronics LG, I think it stands for life is good. Life so, is good. That's right. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead. We're going to say LG then. All right. Life is good. All right. That's correct. <laughs> so Dr. Lawrence LG, you know, AKA LG, you know, now, now I feel like I need to put like a double O two somewhere. I don't know, girl. Yeah, this is too much Snoop Dogg. Oh um. <laughs> but anyway. All right. So tell us the name of your chapter in the Success Chronicles and give us like a 60 second overview of what your chapter is all about. Okay. Well, the title of my chapter is Reversing the Narrative of of a Predictive Path. And it basically talks about how 
my life was already predicted. So because of my environmental circumstances of having a single mom living in poverty, um, experiencing a lot of hardships that, you know, young people shouldn't have to experience with the loss of electricity and having to go maybe to a family member's house to get something to cook so that we can eat. Um, just, just a lot of struggles that were beyond our control when I say our, my sister and I, and sometimes even my mom, because she struggled and she tried her very best. Um, you know, it was getting laid off of a job that actually entered is when the, uh, the hardships began. But the overall, uh, parts of my chapter talks about the path that was predicted for me, the path that, you know, I didn't grow up in a home with a mother and a father, um, the path that had me in relationships long term as if I was married already trying to fill the void of not having my dad, which I later learned in my adulthood, which is why I made a lot of decisions that I made. Um, I was by far in a popular group. Um, my school counselor never saw her. Um, when I had the opportunity to graduate early, as I mentioned um, earlier, um, to skip the 11th grade, I was able to pick up the form that she left in the front office. I was able to get it signed and take it back to the front office to be returned to her. So with all of that being said, that's one of the motivating factors that led me into school counseling because I chose to to be everything that she wasn't. Okay, so there's no popular groups. There's no cliques to say you're good enough to go to college or you're good enough to be successful in whatever you choose to do. And so in the middle school where I work, um, which is in a Title I um, population, I can relate so much to uh, my students. And so sometimes I do share a little bit of the struggles and that makes them feel even more comfortable to know that I haven't always been Dr. Lawrence, you know, um, and being humble definitely came from my mom. She made sure that we knew that we were not better than anybody else. And she would sometimes do that in public too. Um, so you were never to, to, to pretend as if you were above anybody or that you were more because, you know, she would definitely shut you down. Um, and embarrass you if you thought that. So a lot of times, you know, I know for sure my humbleness and gratefulness comes from her. And even family members today tell me stories about how I've always been a grateful child. So, um, you know, that basically just sums up how, you know, the narrative was predicted and I actually took a different turn. And so um, I changed that. I changed that predicted um, path. I absolutely love it. And, you know, this is the um, second, you know, similar um, plot, but totally different circumstances um, for a co-author in the, um, in our book. And I mean, first and foremost, our book is thebomb.com. <laughs> That's all I have to say, you know, just Correct. reading. <laughs> I see, I look, it's fact. It's facts. I mean, so and you you just right. you confirmed it. So I, I, I can't help it. But anyway, <laughs> but just when I was reading the manuscript when everyone was going through and doing their final edits, and I had the full manuscript to read, and just looking at story after story after story, and you know, and, and to see the one common theme and the one similarity um in in each of us and the twelve co authors of our book is that 
you know, we all had something to ground us, you know, so all of us, you know, we're Christians. So, you know, God definitely was grounding us, but it all stemmed from that parent or the person who served as that parent. So like we had, you know, a few weeks ago, um, we had um, Hope Gilchrist, who you y- y'all past are so similar. Hope is my line sister. So, you know, we're all in the same organization. I said a certain type of woman in our organization, our Greek organization, but um, it's so similar. And I love the take and the dynamic between your story and her story and what wraps everything together, you know, but the difference here, which is so huge and so key, if you are a first generation student. So tell us a little bit on like achieving that success level, whether you're online or in person, like, Can a first-generation online student, can that person truly achieve success? Absolutely. Absolutely, they can. And that was my uh, motivation for starting the the, uh, playbook for first-generation college students. And um, one of the acronyms is EASY because I do want it to be easy. So I break it down per letter to let them know that they can embrace and adapt um, they can actually shape their future and then yield to the direction that they're going to. So that is what my acronym stands for. The struggle was real. I mean, I'm not going to try to dumb it down in any means. Um, going to school, not having anyone to tell me or give me a blueprint of what I could have expected or what it would be like. It was definitely a learning experience. Um, as far as online, because I've been able to do both, um, go traditional undergrad and uh, two of my master's programs, my PhD program was completely online. Um, I would not have wanted it to be in person, considering that my life had changed in regards to um, getting married and having kids. So it was definitely a benefit to have that flexibility. However, the challenge still remains. The challenge still remains. Um, so um, it can be done. I'm a living testimony that it can be done. And I'm a living testimony that it can be done in duplicated years. Um, the, my PhD program was one that I started in 2006. I had my first child in 2008. I began the program because I worked at a corporation who paid for you to go to school. So in my mind, I'm thinking free money. I'm interested in something. Okay, I'm going to find something I'm interested in. And so that's what I did. I started the program and unfortunately it had to be under the business umbrella because I worked in corporate at the time. So I pursued business, did way better than I thought I would. I got to a stopping point where I allowed a professor to kind of discourage me. And so when I was pregnant with my daughter, preterm labor ended up on bed rest in the hospital for four weeks. Okay, so obviously I took a break. Took a break, tried to start back. They said, oh, no, mm-mm, we're not going to let you back into the program. So I pursued other schools, and then I was like, you know what, I'm so used to how this this school works. You know, I love this school. I love the interaction. I, I just don't want to have to go through this again. I don't want anybody to dictate how many classes I can take at a time and just take away from the time. So I gave it a year or two. Here comes my son. Okay. So he comes. Here's another stopping point. And afterwards, I was sitting under a uh, hairdryer at my um, friend's salon. 
And I stepped out on faith and called the school. And I, the guy that I got on the phone, I told him my situation. I said, hey, I tried to start back. They told me that I couldn't. I wouldn't be able to enter the school. He said, well, what is it that you really want to do? Because you've already told me that business really was never it. And so when I explained to him the impact I wanted to have on the community, he said, how about human services? How about counseling? I said, you know what? I have a degree in counseling, too. Let's do it. He said, I'm going to give you the paperwork where you're going to have to explain why you are worthy. Why Why should they let you in back into this school? I did everything he told me to do. 24 hours later, I got an email saying, congratulations, you've been admitted. That's when everything started back over. And I mean, I did everything in my will that I could do to stay focused and to, um, and it, it was tough. I'm not going to lie. The nights I cried, mornings I cried, two or three o'clock in the morning. My husband is like, you will not quit. You will not quit. A year and a half trying to get a topic approved that I kept getting denied. He was just like, no, you won't. I said, well, maybe I'll just take some time off. He said, no, you won't. You will finish. You will finish. And I did. See, that's what I'm talking about, a good husband. That's why I got to get this Dr. Lawrence right and not, you know, whatever I was thinking your last name was going to be tonight. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know, because, you know, because, uh, you know, I'm about to get knocked out and it's okay because I'm getting it wrong, oh my you God. know. You know, but no, it's so important to have that strong support yes. network. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I feel like they should have added his name on the degree as well. I really do because he, you know, he couldn't contribute much in terms of research, but he was there reading all of the comments and the marks and all the, the nastiness that came with my committee and, you know, uh, the person that always had something to say. I had three committee members. I would always have two to say, this is good. She can move forward. This is, this is good. And it would be the same one that said, oh, no, mm-mm. she got to do this, A, B, C, D. I had all these red cross outs, change this, change that, change this. I would just close my laptop and cry. But also, I will tell you, and I have to say this piece, the same person, the same professor who gave me such a hard time, when I did my defense, when I got completed, my mentor, my main advisor said, okay, this is the time where you have to hang up. And then you call back in after we collaborate and we will give you our decision. The same one that used to always tear my stuff to pieces says, no, she does not need to call back in. It's done. She don't, she doesn't need to call. I love this research. What are your plans? What are your plans now? What are you what are you planning to do with this? And in my mind, I'm thinking, lady, really? Like, you really want me to be thinking about something else at this point? I'm just so happy to be finished. Like, can I hang up now? And so really, again, that was part of the motivation, too, for me to say, hey, I need to help other people. I need to. I went back to my community to to take my graduation pictures because I wanted people to see a glimpse of the picture of me and where I lived at the time. I couldn't even really kind of get up the stairs because it was a hole there. The house was boarded up. There were kids around and they were looking at me like I was a celebrity when I pulled up. You know, I was straight picture ready, makeup, everything I had on my future uh, PhD generation unloading because at the time when I left for school, I didn't know it was unloading. 
And I, I had a conversation with them and they told me like, oh, I want to do that. I want to go to school. I want to do this. So that's another, you know, that's another bullet point on my goals is to be able to contribute and do something for that particular area that I grew up in. I love it. And um, once again, this is why I love you so, because that is just like so important to give back to your community. I'm from Ward 7 in D.C. And, you know, I, I think I went to the best high school in the entire District of Columbia. I'm just going to say that H.D. Woodson Tower of Power, you know, which is now in this beautiful school, STEM School of Excellence, but it's still the Tower of Power to me. Um, you know, cause when we were in school, it was like a kind of like a, a high-rise type building, but now it's not that anymore because they tore it down and built this beautiful school and the students are, you know, very STEM-focused now. Mm-hmm. But, like, that was so important to get in there because, you know, while we have very successful people in our community, H.D. Woodson is named after Howard Dilworth Woodson, who was an engineer, a black engineer um, from that community in um, D.C. Ward 7 is east of the river, um, meaning east of Anacostia River, which, you know, we're, we're a lower income neighborhood and stuff. And, um, you know, Ward 7 and 8 during those days were considered lower income neighborhoods. And it was just important for others and to me to make sure that I was going back into that community and even with the chapter and my sorority you know before I had moved to Texas and and came back I I was in the chapter that serviced my community not the the chapter that serviced the area that I actually was living in because I thought Mm -hmm. it was so important to get back give back to where I grew up because I didn't see Mm -hmm. people that looked like me that were successful I didn't see people right. who look like me. Like you say, you had PhD unloading on. I don't think I ever met someone with a PhD. I mean, it, there might have been some PhDs in my high school, but I didn't like know them. But our teachers were the bomb. dot com, you know. Uh, you know, I can say that, you know. But I don't think I really ever met a black person with a PhD until I actually got to college. And I went to a predominantly white institution in North Central West Virginia. Um, And I think the first black PhD I ever met was like uh, one of the doctors up at West Virginia, West Virginia, uh, West Virginia University, WVU, which we would um, go up to their campus often. But um, like that was just so important. So I love hearing how we're talking about your chapter in the book and how you overcame the odds and to really did not letting your circumstances define you, which is even relevant to when we had co-author Pamela Nichols on and to her, you know, story as well to how you went back. And that one person that you felt gave you the hardest time was truly that person that was pulling out the best in you and made it that yeah. made it that much more special and unique and made it even more of a proud moment for you to go back into the community for everyone to say, Man, I have someone that I can aspire to be like. Like, you are a celebrity. 
I mean, I mean, did anyone really like tell you like you are a celebrity? <laughs> no, and I, I take that very lightly because I'm going to tell you, I know that God is the forefront of everything that I do any day. And that's why no matter what degrees I have, no matter what accolades I have, I know who I belong to and I know who's, um, you know, whose I am. And I know if it wasn't for him, none of this would be possible, like none of this. So that that's the first and foremost, um, you know, at the top for me and everything else falls behind because, you know, when it when it's time for me to go, which again, you know, I'm not trying to check out early, y'all, but um, when it is my time, when that does come, you know, I know that God is not going to be concerned about the PhD and all the other organizations and accolades that I have. It's going, he's going to want to see what I have done for him what I've done for the people because he does put us in the world to be a blessing to others and so that is my primary goal every day to let my light shine and to do the best that I can although I'm far from perfect you know just to give my absolute best and I instill that in my own biological kids give your absolute best so when you come to me about a struggle or problem that's what I'm going to ask you did you give your absolute best do you think that you've done everything in your power that you could do and so that's, you know, that's just what I do. Don't be getting on this show being all smart and wise, girl. Go on and pick up that microphone because you dropped it just now. Guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you are a mess, girl. Oh, my goodness. Now you coming on here dropping that knowledge, saying, look, I do this for the father and nobody else, you know. And correct. This is what now, that would be correct. <laughs> right. You know, like he put you in this situation and you know, um okay, I'm addicted to to God still working on me. But you know, but that you know, on TikTok and you know, one of our one of the little things on TikTok, I understood the assignment is a rap song. I don't know who's singing. It sounded like Cardi B, but it might be I might be wrong or it might be I don't know, I'm be wrong. Don't let me try to say who sang the song. Girl, if my thirteen year old was in here, she showed tell us, honey. The but one that kept that. me in the hospital for them four weeks on bed. For yeah. four weeks on bed. See, yeah, she, yeah, she, uh-huh. uh-huh. In the uh-huh. hospital. Right. <laughs> uh-huh. She understood the assignment. The assignment was <laughs> slow mama down because mama had something right. bigger in place. So. <laughs> exactly right. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> So she understood it. So she didn't kept you. She didn't kept you uh, um, uh, down and pulled you down because you probably were likely doing too much, like we talked about exactly. at the beginning of the show. Right, right, <laughs> and still every day. Mm-hmm. So, LG, life is good, Doctor Lawrence, uh, honey. Tell our destiny seekers how they can connect with you. You know, one just to learn more about your story. Two, the purchase and autograph copy of the Success Chronicles from you. And three, to, you know, connect with you and see if they can either support or benefit from, um, you know, Academic Essentials LLC. Okay, well, I'll be happy to share that with you all. Well, once I do want to say, um, 
Angel Riley got me so behind with my business um, goals I had going on, having me involved with this Success Chronicles, which I'm, you know, I'm grateful to be a part of, but I missed a lot of deadlines um, with Academic Essentials. And so my business page is out there, but it's not out there. You know, I haven't published it yet, so I'm just keeping it real. So as of right now, if you all needed to reach me, um, you would be able to message me directly either on um, Instagram or Facebook under my name, which is Lagana, L-A-G-A-N-N-A, and then my middle name, which was my maiden name, Q-P-U-G-H, and Lawrence. L-A-W-R-E-N-C-E. So Academic Essentials um, is loading, but it's not published on Facebook yet. It should be within the next week or so. I'm still working on my playbook and other um, essential information that I'm going to be passing on to these um, first-gen students who are taking online classes or, you know, visiting virtual environments as far as getting ready to transition over. Um, also, I do have a direct line that I can be reached at, which I will share, um, 843-693-7262. So those are the ways that you can reach me right now as everything else is forthcoming um, with my platform. So first and foremost, don't be blaming me because, look, I, and and the blame is there. <laughs> Ain't nobody tell you to become an Amazon international best-selling author. I'm just saying. Ain't nobody Listen, tell you to and I that. didn't even sign up for that. Like, I really <laughs> didn't sign up for that. My best friend, and yes, I'm calling her out. Her name is Tish Archie Oliver, sent me your flyer on Instagram. It was like, hey, you need to respond to this. And I'm like, oh, because she lives in Jersey. I'm thinking like, oh, she probably knows this girl. I'm like, oh, so you know her? No, I don't know her, but I know you need to respond to this flyer. We've been friends for over 20-some years since college, so I'm like, okay, she's going to be asking me every day if I don't respond. I respond, y'all, why I'm just in a whole book, okay? I had other stuff going on, and this, that's why. It's not even only about the book. I'm talking to God like, okay, you knew what my plan was, so now you're throwing in the book. You're throwing all this other stuff out. When when I'm going to get time to do what I was trying to do? You know what I'm saying? Because I do talk to him like that. So, you know, even though I just wasn't really receptive at his response, um, because I think I was kind of getting ignored at the point, I just went ahead and finished the Success Chronicles part because, again, I like to start what I finished and kind of like put a little back burner on academic essentials. And so now I'm playing catch up. And, yes, it is Angel Riley's fault. Am I upset with her? No, but I'm in my feelings a little bit. So that's Look, about it, guys. You know how to do landing pages. You know how to build your email list. You know, you, you added additional authority. Yes. You're right. <laughs> I'm glad you threw that in. I'm so glad you threw that in because I have been able to utilize those things with Academic Essential. So you're right about that. I'm glad you reminded me of that because now that has really, like, calmed me down a little bit. So I, I appreciate that. Yeah. And, and I, look, I wasn't even finished talking about all the things you was, um, that you done learned. You done learned how to, um, you know, profit and monetize this, this, um, best, international best-selling book. You also, you know, TEDx is next. TEDx speaker is the next accolade that I already see for you. So I mean, I'm just going to throw it all out there, you know, so we're going to be mad. Let's be mad for real now, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? That's exactly what I'm over here doing, thinking like, yeah, she is right. Like, you know, 
That is it. But I, I'm going to tell you, it's the, the other pieces, the big words, the ones that you were skipping over in my bio, honey. Let me tell you something. Those words are similar to the words I used to use on my little ants machine when I was in college, when I did go um, my freshman year in undergrad, when my mom dropped me off with them $10 because that's all she had. <laughs> Listen, y'all, I didn't did the whole recording on the voicemail to the point that where when you play it, you you know, you and your girls get back in the room, you check in your messages. All I hear was my mama, Lagana, what is all them big words you using on that answer machine? Do you even know how to spell them words? I got to get a whole dictionary to try to figure out what you're saying. Call me back. All you need to say is leave a message. Click in the whole hall. The whole third floor hurts. Yes. So here I still go in 2021 with these big words. Right. <laughs> I mean, we right. did need a dictionary. I mean, Mama was right, but I'm mean, for real. I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh my, oh my god! Yeah. And then we're going to wrap up because you did give a phone number, and you know, and, and on the Chronicle, for some reason, all these beautiful ladies come on this show. They dropping phone numbers, and I just got to say, look, she got a husband, and. We ain't trying to have no static up in here. So just make sure that if you calling, that you are calling for the services of academic essentials because, you know, we, we ain't trying to run up on nobody, right? I mean, I'm just trying and to correct. say. It, and and, and, and we might want to throw out that my husband is former law enforcement. So, yeah, that might um, help yeah. people stay in line. Yeah, just stay in line, you know. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, just throwing it out there. <laughs> Just saying, you know, we, we had one person, right, you know, right. she's like, I got six sons. I ain't worried about nobody. I'm like, well, you better, you better make sure that you call her for her service. You know? Right. Exactly. <laughs> and we had another person that was like, oh, you're so funny, but you know, I got, you know, I got a, a, a Glock 45, whatever it is. She's like, I'm good. I'm like, okay, we ain't going back for her either. You know? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now we got former law enforcement, so yeah, like y'all, like let's just right, make sure military and all. So yeah, let's just please yes. be mindful, okay? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, you come up missing, you know, I'm playing. <laughs> this is how I get us in trouble. <laughs> oh my goodness, girl. <laughs> so just tell us one more time how to connect with you on Facebook and Instagram, and then we're gonna go to a break. <laughs> All right, so academic essentials, guys. I'm hoping everybody can spell that because I probably can at this point after this last drink I just took. But it's academic, A-C-A-D-E-M-I-C, essentials, E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S. So that's the um, page that will be published within the next week. Um, you can also reach me right now directly through my personal pages, which is on Instagram and Facebook by my first name, Lagana, L-A-G-A-N-N-A, P-U-G-H, Lawrence, L-A-W-R-E-N-C-E. And you can utilize the number 843-693-7262. Girl, you understood the assignment again, and you passed the test because I was like, "Dang it, she gonna make me have to spell." And you know, <laughs> I think my drink was a little bit taller than yours, so I'm just saying. Girl, I don't know, honey. I don't know. <laughs> you know, but I, I'm on the wine. I'm on the wine tonight, so I'm good. I'm good. 
<laughs> no, I can't. I can't agree to the wine part. I mean, my <laughs> communion left, so I'm not doing communion tonight. <laughs> Are you trying to call me a lightweight? Like, the shade. Oh, believe oh, me, believe shade. me. No, everybody who knows me will tell you that. No, I'm the lightweight. I'm okay. definitely the lightweight. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, honey, you are going in the hot seat. I am about to turn oh, up the temperature. Are you ready? I'm going to go get another drink, and yes, I'll be ready. <laughs> uh oh, this is going. This is going to be a lit hot seat. This is going to be. A lit. <laughs> I'm getting nervous now. Mm-mm. <laughs> So, Destiny Seekers, we are going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back. You are listening to the Chronicles of Doing Too Much. Word on the Street is one of the hottest new daytime talk radio shows on the Internet is the Chronicles of Doing Too Much. Mindset and success coach Angel Riley plays no games and holds nothing back. Success ain't easy, and you surely don't have all the answers. The Chronicles of Doing Too Much is a show about stretching past your limits, building a strong network, dominating your brilliance, and knocking your goals out of the park. Our guests are business owners, authors, coaches, corporate executives, activists, nonprofit leaders, and those who are simply slaying all day, every day. Tune in every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern on Total Entertainment Radio for your weekly dose of inspiration, laughter, and resources to help you elevate to the next level. It's a whole vibe, and the energy is the bomb. No worries. If you missed the live broadcast, catch the replay on your favorite podcast platforms, including Apple, Spotify, and Google. Interested in being a guest or sponsorship opportunities, go to www.thechroniclesofdoingtoomuch.com. You're a boss and a heartbeat of your destiny. Chronicles of Doing Too Much. Follow Coach Riley on all platforms at Coach Angel Riley. Now back to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, this is it. The Chronicles of Doing Too Much. Welcome back to the Chronicles of Doing Too Much. So, Dr. Lagana Lawrence, Dr. LG, you know, um, God, I feel like I have to say something like, LG double O three. I don't know. I feel like I have to put some numbers or something behind that. You know, the LG the eight four three. Like I gotta put something oh, behind that. Okay, right. <laughs> now I just realized eight four three. So I didn't realize you were in South Carolina. My family is in South Carolina. You know, all that numbers are eight four three. Girl, you probably my cousin. I don't even know. Oh, <laughs> no wonder we connected. No wonder we connected. You, you oh, best friend probably. Probably know something we don't know. Oh my god! <laughs> right. That's awesome. But oh my god, I so enjoyed this interview. I mean, how about you? Have you enjoyed yourself? Cause you got me cracking up right now. <laughs> I mean, I really have. I mean, it's the flashback for me. Really, I've I've really just been thinking about some a few things, and it, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that plus the the drinks, of course. Yes. <laughs> The drink's giving you the flashback. It ain't the interviews. Go ahead. Let's be honest. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah, probably. You're probably right. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> I talk bad trash. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. <laughs> you know, so 
I am ready to put you in the hot seat. Are you ready? Did you go ahead and get yourself a refill? It all depends on is it from the kerosene heater hot? I mean, is it just from like (laughs) summertime hot or I mean, what? Oh my God, the shade, the shade. Destiny's thing, because why do these guests continue to come on this show and just go ahead and put out my fire? (laughs) Girl, I guess, listen, I I mean, I guess. It's more the radiator hot seat. So, you know, you you don't want to touch it because it is going to leave a burn, but, you know, you want to be a little close to it because you got to be close to really feel the warmth. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. I'll I'll take that, Alex, for five hundred. <laughs> All right. <laughs> See, I love it. See, y'all I love Look at it. Y'all have no idea during the whole thing with um all the master classes and everything that we did and you know, and I say this sister right here just keeps you laughing and just tells the truth and you know, we all are connecting with her today. It is just one of those things where it's like I absolutely love her. So Oh, Destiny Seekers, I love introducing awesome and wonderful amazing women to our community and just are doing great things so make sure that you connect um with dr lawrence and all the wonderful things that she's doing and she's not just limited to her area this is a worldwide sister here you know so it does not matter yeah it does not matter Mm -hmm. where you are Academic Essentials, Dr. Lagana Lawrence is serving everyone worldwide. The LG843, like, you don't have to go ahead and put that on your stuff. The LG843, I'm just saying, like, you got to get those oh numbers after those initials. Oh, my goodness. Right. <laughs> just make sure that before you trademark that, that you give me my props, okay? That's all I got to say. I'll do that, you know. I, I, I'll do that. I'll give you that little bit right there. <laughs> just that little bit. <laughs> And so, bottom line is this. So, the hot seat is that we have four major um, theme days on social media platforms where, you know, um, Coach Angel Rally and the Dustin for Greatness brand get the most interaction across all of our social media platforms. And that is Manifestation Monday, Faith Walk Tuesday, Wisdom Wednesday, and Thankful Thursday. So on Manifestation Monday, you know, I share various affirmations as we are manifesting certain things in our lives. Um, and Faith Walk Tuesday, you know, success ain't easy. And sometimes we need that boost of encouragement and motivation. So, you know, share different songs, scriptures, quotes, what have you. They get us pumped up when we need that boost of encouragement. Then we have Wisdom Wednesday. Now, the difference between Wisdom Wednesday on the Chronicles of Doing Too Much and on social media, on social media, I ask that you give your present self a piece of advice. But on the Chronicles of Doing Too Much, I ask that you give your younger self a piece of advice. And then lastly, for Thankful Thursday, it's where you um, share one thing that you are thankful for. So it's really, like I said, it's radiator hot 
you know, close enough that's going to make you think, you know, you got to get close, you know, so it can make you think, but you're not going to touch it because it's really going to leave a scar. Because of that, I'm putting you in the hot seat now. So, <laughs> so let's get started. Um, and, and just for the record, I do steal. Now, I will attribute credit to you and all like that, but, you know, I do steal. So I, I just, like, put it out there because it's not stealing as long as I, I you know, I, I cite the source. But just giving you just giving you that heads up. All right. So Manifestation Monday, what is one of your favorite affirmations? Well, prior to this year, I will say that I did not have um, – a a routine of affirmations or really even having any particular ones that I recited daily until um one of our um one of my colleagues who is a literacy coach at my school, Nikia White Hazel, she assisted with implementing our daily affirmation that we do every day. And I will tell you that everything that we say in this affirmation is what, and they, you know, the kids, sometimes they get upset because I'm the one on campus that will be very loud with the affirmation. So the sidebar conversation cease because I'm really loud as the principal does it in a daily affirmation on the announcements in the morning. So I do want to briefly read that is very short. Uh, the name of my middle school is Deer Park Middle School, and our mascot is Buck Bucks, so that you will understand um, why I say that. So it is, we wake up every day with intention to win. We buck against easy and stampede towards success. We set goals that we will achieve. We are smart and full of hearts. We are our ancestors' wildest dreams. So while that is our daily affirmation at school, it is something that I say when I'm not there. Because I feel it with all of my heart. I love everything about that. We are our ancestors' wildest dreams. So shout out to, you said Deer Park Middle School? Yeah, Deer Park Middle School and Nakia White Hazel is the the coach, our literacy coach that um, actually uh, came up with that affirmation. All right, shout out to the kid, White Hazel. You better shut it down, girl. Getting them kids exactly up. <laughs> right. Oh God, I love that. Oh, we are mm-hmm. our ancestors' wildest dreams. Consider it stolen, but I will attribute it correctly. But I mm-hmm. love it. Oh my God, I love that. I love. We are our ancestors. Why we will achieve our goals? Let me tell you something. There's some powerhouses coming out of that school. I'm just saying because we right, will and achieve exactly. our goals. When we get to that, I am smart and full of heart. I be feeling all of that. Oh my God, I love it. I, I'm feeling it too. Like I feel like I want to get up and say it with you. So now, like, what time can I say this? <laughs> like, what time? Like, should I be like screaming it with you so like we can like, be connecting? You know, just in the atmosphere, and you know they're gonna be like, Honey, Oh my God, I'm telling you for real, for real. <laughs> Who is that loud mouth that we hearing all the way up 95 yelling down Listen, here with Dr. Lawrence? <laughs> they will probably say you're my relative because they all say that I'm turn I'm the turn counselor and my co-counselor is the calm laid back. They they love to say I'm you know I'm crunk and I'm turned, but they love coming to me about stuff too. So you know, hey, yeah. pick or choose. Exactly. Exactly. Well, they coming to you because you are turned. So I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> You know, nobody want to be talking to nobody that's all chill. Exactly. It's like, you do too much. Dr. Ross, like, you really need it. You doing too much. And I'm like, hey, you ain't seen nothing yet, honey, when I get them lashes Thursday. 
They don't. They don't. I already did warn them. They don't know what's coming. Mm mm. Oh God, I can't wait to see pictures of the lashes so I can be like, you think you cute and as I you will. are. But. Exactly. I will let you know. I will let you know when I get the lashes, honey. <laughs> oh my mm-hmm. God. Don't be messing with us with us and our lashes, honey. Like, I can start mm-hmm. all we the can haters have a whole... will be hating Thursday. I already see them. Oh, Dr. Lawrence, y'all see, you know, I'm going to be blinking my eyes real fast to make sure they see them. Okay. <laughs> 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 we can have a whole other interview on lashes, honey. A whole other right. interview on lashes. Mm-hmm. Can't tell oh me nothing. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it. All right, so let's get to uh, Faith Walk Tuesday because <laughs> God will have to get us. <laughs> <laughs> So, what song, scripture, or quote that gives you that burst of motivation when you need some encouragement? My go-to daily is my soul is anchored in the Lord. And I'm going to tell you straight up, I listen to it. I'm busting open with it in my truck when I pull up on campus. Um, Yeah, because I have my mini revival on the way. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, that's that's my song, and um, that that's really my go-to in any mind because it, it's a reminder to myself where I am in life, how I got where I am, and where I'm going to stay. And so, that's just, just you know, that's my go-to song right there. My soul is anchored now. I love. And I have that. to remind myself sometimes, you know, not to get out the truck, you know, mm-hmm. so I won't have to be, you know, catching the ghost or nothing before I go to work, but. You know, it's hard. <laughs> it yeah. is hard. I'm not going to lie. It's okay, girl. It's okay. It's okay. You go ahead and you just do it. I was watching, I, I think it was a Facebook video or something, and um, I don't know what school it was, and the um, person that was doing the recording, he was like just going to, you know, just random teachers and the principals and counselors and everybody in the school, and it was like, give God praise, and everybody just started out with their little praise dance or whatever, and it didn't matter whether they were white or black or Latino, like, mm-hmm, I just mm-hmm. loved it, and they just did their little step and I was like you know they was like man that's school anytime anytime you say you just give praise to God you say go ahead and give that praise so it's okay to come on out I and let the spirit it. take over I love that mm-hmm. I love it mm-hmm. <laughs> that's yeah, so cool. yeah. And, and I need to learn from you because you know um, you know sometimes I'm, I'm bumping knuck if you buck like I'm <laughs> going into work I mean I'll probably be feeling like that but I just try to you know because knuck if you buck can come throughout the day sometimes and I do every night now and then have to have a cool down pass. You know, if mm-hmm. I have a student who always cries or is always the victim and does not want to admit to their faults, when I see them coming to talk to me, I just throw up the hand and be like, you know, just one moment, I need a cool down pass. If you could just go sit at the table because I do feel that coming on. Or if I know someone does something wrong to them, mm-hmm. uh, like do something like they didn't do anything and they just come out of nowhere, my parent hat automatically kicks in and I forget the professional one. So, you know, I have to get my life together before, the, you know, so I cannot even think about the nook if you book because my hometown where I'm from, that's automatic. Like it, it can instantly pop in at any moment. 
No. So yeah, no, we don't we don't have no time for that, you know, because then we're right. gonna have to get the parents involved and Right. So you know, I just focus on the direct deposit. You know, yeah. I basically <laughs> No, that's I right. have the little index card at the, you know, at the corner of the computer just to kind of bring me back. <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> Maybe I need to do that because I'd be like, oh, God. Yeah, it'll help. I'm telling you, it will. Just put that little corner piece up there. Yeah, yeah I'm going to have to do that. I'm going to have to do that because sometimes Master P come in, you know, when they be trying me, I'm like, you don't want to go to war with a soldier. I mean, I just feel like, okay, <laughs> all right, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, like, you just know, they're looking down at the nails. And I said that one day, and my uh, one of my VPs was like, what you say? It's like, you don't want to know what I just said. Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm like, don't let the don't let the degrees fool you, okay? Don't do That's it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yes, the other personality <laughs> will come out. <laughs> exactly. It's like, that, that, don't let it fool you. Don't let it fool you. You know, we got these businesses on the side. That's my niche. Right, we exactly. We side hustles to make sure we have options because, you know, you you, you take me there, you know, I, I have to make sure I have an option. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> the backup point. Right. The backup. The backup. <laughs> For real. And that is a perfect segue into Wisdom Wednesday. What is one piece of advice that you would give to your younger self? Mm. Oh, have mercy. One piece of advice? <laughs> for today. Mm. Just one for today. <laughs> uh, no limitations. I would say don't limit yourself because or when, when I say that, I mean don't get comfortable and complacent. Because in my younger self and even into my um, beginning of my career, I would find myself being very comfortable and complacent in whatever position I was in. And so I never saw my worth. And people would say, you know, you can do this. You're capable of doing this. And, you know, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm automatically thinking negative, like shutting it down. I'm not trying to pursue it. I'm thinking about the work that comes in with it, not looking at it like this could be a future you know, something good for my future. So I would definitely say, um, you know, um, look into your self-worth. Don't limit yourself is what would be my piece of advice for myself. I love it. I love it. And so many of us can find ourselves in that same situation, just getting complacent and, that just mm-hmm. says a lot. I love it. That that's great advice, not only for your younger self, you know, but for your present self. That that's solid. Exactly. So, yeah, consider it stolen. I mean, I'll attribute it, but I'll consider it stolen because that's great advice. Great well, advice. I mean, when you steal it, just make sure you use examples like applying for jobs and you meet nine out of the ten requirements, but because you don't meet that tenth number, then you're not even applying because that's where I was. Or oh, when you get a master's degree. You know, nobody should be paying you less than $40,000. So the minute you start making 40 Gs, oh, you win it. Like, you're not even trying to, to apply for nothing else because you feel like this is where it's supposed to be. And then your later self, like, you you know, the light bulb goes off and, and you start seeing, you know, other opportunities. But, you know, it's a little later in life and you could have started younger. So make sure you just add those little things on with the, with the steel, please. Thanks. I will, I, will, I will do it justice. I will do it correctly. So thank you Please. for telling me exactly how mm-hmm. to steal it because I'm going to steal it right, right. man. <laughs> okay, we're going, right. We're going exactly. to steal it, steal it right. Shoot, like I hate when you and have, right. have, you have steal stuff. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> not the half steal. <laughs> half steal. Like, you want to steal it, steal it right. Like, oh, it. Oh, <laughs> we, we don't half do it around here. Need that a need part, girl. No, we're going to do it right. And, so, <laughs> and then lastly, we have thankful Thursday. What is one thing that you are thankful for? Grace. Hmm. And that, that alone, that just is so profound in so many things in my life, that grace. I can add mercy in, but I'm going to tell you that grace and all the opportunities where it, it didn't have to be granted. And you know what? Now that I'm thinking deeper into that, because the seat is still warm, so I hadn't felt all the fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and throw in favor, okay? Because favor in all caps is, is really what, that's, what that is. I'm grateful for favor. Mm. Grace and favor, and she threw some shade in with that favor. Told me the seat was only warm; it wasn't even hot. I mean, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and did y'all hear her say mm-hmm. correct? Like that shade, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> just for the people that's taking notes, I'm just saying. <laughs> just draw a line, or just you know combine them. <laughs> well, again. Uh, I am so thankful to have you on the show. Uh, you are, you wrapped up this series, the special series that we've had with the co-authors. And I think it was no better person to wrap this up than you. And oh my gosh, I am just so thankful that, um, your best friend forwarded you the information for the Success Chronicles. Um, you stuck with okay. me forever now. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that, I mean, that's not so bad. I mean, you know. Okay, good, 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 good. <laughs> but give us one more time how to connect with you, um, you know, so the Destiny Secrets and make sure that they got all of that information. And I'm also going to put it out on all of our platforms. But just for those who like to just hear it, tell us one more time how everyone can, can, um, can connect with you. All right, so you can connect with me by my business page that will be published in one week or less, which is Academic Essentials. So that's A-C-A-D-E-M-I-C, Essentials, E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S, on Facebook only is where that platform will be. However, as of right now, if you would like to reach me, you can reach me through both my personal pages on Instagram and Facebook, which is my first name, Lagana, L-A-G-A-N-N-A, Pugh, last name Lawrence, which Angel has gotten wrong half of the uh, interview. Uh, did I say that? It's Lawrence, L-A-W-R-E-N-C-E. And then the number is 843-693-7262. And the sidebars to that number is a former military and law enforcement officer husband. There you have it, folks. It's been great. <laughs> I love it. I can't even. I can't even come back because you're so right. I can't even come back. It's not even saying you're right. <laughs> I love it. Well, 
Next week, Destiny Seekers, we are kicking off Season 4 um, for the Chronicles of Doing Too Much, not only on Total Entertainment Radio, but also on all of our podcast platforms. And the interviews, they're like this, and they just going over to the next level. <laughs> I, mean, I just absolutely <laughs> love it. But... Lagana, Dr. Lawrence, look, I got it right just now. Like, you know, LG843, um, you know. Oh my God. <laughs> it has been such an honor to have you on the show. It's been such an honor to have you to close out this series. And congratulations, Amazon international bestselling author, bestseller in six 15 different categories, including being number one in Christian professional growth. You did that thing, girl. And thank yeah. you for just trusting the vision that I've had for this project and just delivering because it would not have been possible without you being so open and transparent and sharing your story. So thank you. <laughs> You're very welcome. My pleasure in my Chick-fil-A voice. Yes, I love it. And thank you to your best friend, too, for sharing the information. And yes, Tish Archie Oliver. Yeah, the, yeah, she was more like a drill sergeant, but I love her, though. <laughs> Look, see, it's game-changing. It is game-changing. For real, <laughs> really. I have no regrets. I do. She pushed me, and, yeah, I needed that push. I love it. I absolutely love it. Well, Destiny Seekers, I can't wait to launch season four next week. Um, I'm so, so excited. We have so many awesome guests, including a national gospel recording artist um, and just so many wonderful people. So we are just going to the next level in season four. So until next week. I can't wait to talk to you and just remember you are the heartbeat of your destiny. I'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to the Chronicles of Doing Too Much. Don't forget to hit that like button, drop a comment, and smash that subscribe. And make sure you keep the conversation going by connecting through social media at Coach Angel Riley on all platforms or visit CoachAngelRiley.com. Until next time, go be a boss.